2: Live Good evening, fellow Fox fans. How the devil are we? It's Monday night. I know you're not used to seeing me or, or my chat chums. We're here doing a special. What a weekend it was. This is Lester till I die TV. You can catch us live on YouTube, Lester till I die TV obviously, please please give us a subscribe. We'd love you forever on Facebook, uh, Lester till I die the group, and on Twitter. At Leicester TID. Well, <laughs> what a weekend. It started out full of hope and then it all went a little bit tips up. Tell you what, Rogers said he feels let down by the players. Did the players only let Rogers down? Did he let the club down? Did they let the teammates down? More importantly, after that result, did they let the fans down? Was Morgan involved? There's a lot of rumours going around saying Wes Morgan was involved. As club captain, should he not know better? Hmm. And what will the young players make of this example? The young players that are coming through, like Luke Thomas, um, (laughs) the others that I can't pronounce, they're going to be looking at this and thinking, well, if it's okay for them, is this how we act as Premier League players? And who was hurt by missing the game? The players will not get their performance bonus. Brad will come on in a minute and tell you maybe it's more than that. I don't know. But they certainly won't get the performance bonus. They won't get a win bonus. (laughs) They're not going to get that. But look at the table now. One point ahead of West Ham. Is it not the fans that have been hurt? If we don't qualify for the Champions League at the end of the day, is this going to be the three points we're going to look back on and think, if only? We are the richest club, Bob. We're the 19th, sorry, we're the 19th richest club in the world, according to the newspapers today. Just let that sink in. The 19th richest club in the world. We're not a League One playing away to the Oval team anymore. We're in the top four. We've been there all season. We should be setting examples. Or have they been punished enough? Was that enough? Do we forgive them? We've got an FA Cup semi final coming up. All I'll say is La Manga one, La Manga two, Thailand, and now Covid. We like a bit of trouble at Leicester, don't we? This is Leicester tonight. We want to hear your thoughts. We do. But just before we start, I just want to mention this book. You'll hear me mentioning it a lot during the month. Uh, Barry Pierpoint, he was Leicester's first chief executive. Hey, you think things are bad now. You want to go back to the 1990s, I'll tell you. First chief executive took us public, turned the club around, was hounded out at the end. Get the book. Read it. It's a great story. If you're old like me, it will give you another perspective. If you're young... It's a great book about the history of the club. And at the moment, if you go to the website, www.mindingmyownbusiness.co.uk, there you are, you see, for April only, you'll get 30% off. 30% off Minding My Own Football Business by Barry Pierpoint. It is well worth a read and we thank Barry for supporting uh, this channel and he's going to be coming up with a, uh, on the show in a bit, hopefully, and later in the month, we'll be giving away a free signed copy with a personal message. But we want to, we want to hear what you think about the, uh, uh, the situation. Let's just get a few comments in first of all, before I bring my chat chums in. Uh, Andy, good evening, Andy. They let everybody down and then go out and play golf. It's disgusting. If that is true, and he was playing golf, and I've only seen a picture of a car in a car park, to be honest with you, he could have been in Asda, but he has got a habit of going to places when he's not playing, but he should really maybe have been watching the game, I don't know, that's just my thought. Um, Andy Madders has just pissed his England place away. We'll come on to that later, actually. Mad Jason, good evening, Mad, for once. I think your name probably matches the mood. Uh, What has happened with the club? I don't know what has happened. Basically, um, Jason, four players, possibly five. We don't know. Broke COVID rules, went to a party, hid from the manager. And this is the worst bit. They hid from the manager when the manager came round. They'd grown adults and they were hiding from the manager. Found out and they were banned and didn't play against West Ham, a six-pointer game, which we went on to lose. Basically, that's it in a nutshell, mate. New COVID, hands uh advice hands face and party <laughs> oh dear i don't know about that one andy uh terry good evening they've let everyone down it would be nice if they grew some balls and apologized. i agree i agree i think they should come out and make a public apology um rob good evening rob nice to have you along as normal evening guys brendan handled it well in the circumstances players think the rules don't apply to them so good to see them being dropped and fined I don't think they've been fined have they I think he said he wasn't going to find them because let's face it I think the maximum fine is probably a week's wages and that's pissing in a pot to uh, some of these players isn't it I think they were just dropped and just lost the fees for the game I think that's all it was to be honest with you but I don't think they suffered at all, if I'm totally honest with you. Uh, What Brendan was doing behind the scenes, I don't know. But I really, really think he's handled it well. He's kept it internal. Of course he has. But again, it's letting the club down. And how many times have we got to say this? It's not just letting them down. It's letting the name of the club, dragging it through the dirt. Don't start me off again. Let's start these people off and we'll bring them in and say good evening, first of all, to Brad. Good evening, Brad.
3: Good evening, Chris. It's, this is going to be an interesting one. It could it's, well it's going to be an
2: interesting one. And let's bring the wide old sage in, who's been there, seeing it got the t-shirt. Craig, good evening.
1: Good evening, uh, Brad. Good evening, Chris. I uh, just want to say I can't be on long because I've just had a message from Hamza. There's a there's a party number two, <laughs> so I've just got to be on my way. So keep it brief. <laughs>
2: Hamza, the only guy that doesn't uh, hasn't been missing the um, the hairdressers for the last three or four yeah. months. I <laughs> hey,
3: tell you mate. what, Craig, if he if you're talking to Hamza, ask Perez why he's not messaging me. I'm his best mate. You should be asking me to these parties. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. Well, where will you be hiding though, Craig? If um. If Brendan turns up, you going to be in the cupboard under the stairs.
1: Well, I've uh, I've had a look at uh, I've had a look on Google uh, Google Maps at Hamza's pad, and there's plenty of place to hide in that place. I can tell you.
2: <laughs> probably, probably right. Mm. Can I just say how disappointing I was that, uh, of course, it, it messed your team selection up for the game. I know, I know, it was ridiculous, wasn't it?
3: Yeah.
1: I had it all planned. <laughs> yeah, I didn't take yeah. into account partying. I'm going to have to do no. that in
2: future. Well, learn your lesson, young Craig. Learn your lesson, mm. you know. <laughs> um, I'm not sure who this is here. Facebook user has said two weeks Instagram <laughs> ban would hurt Madison more than a two-month wage fine. Um, now, Andy's saying here, and I haven't seen this yet, to be honest with you, Perez has apologised on Twitter and has said he will sign a shirt and a pair of boots.
3: Right. Um, actually... I've seen that, and I don't think that's his official Twitter. I believe the Twitter handler is fish for that. I'm not sure I could be wrong, but does anyone know what Perez's official Twitter handle name is? I can find
2: it out. I I wouldn't believe that his
3: official Twitter handle name is at KingKalichi14, because that's the one that's put it up.
2: I I saw that um, account earlier, Um, because you know with Twitter, you... You follow somebody and then you see what they're following, etc. And I saw that come up and I thought, no, that's not the official page. I didn't see that comment. So, no, yeah, that's the exact he
3: comment he's talking about because I saw it and then I went to reply yeah. to it. And as I got halfway through it, I realized it was at King Kelechi 14 and yeah. I thought, I don't think that's his official Twitter <laughs> handle that he's no, using. No,
2: there is. his official Twitter will actually be on the website or lcfc.com. So you can, yeah. uh, You'd be able to sort of check that, I and mean, it definitely isn't that. It definitely isn't
3: that. he did call Newcastle a tin pot. He did call Newcastle a club. So you know, he has got an idea of how to speak about, her, like, Jose oh, Perez. He's thought. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but, no, Sorry, he has you come were going to say, mate.
1: Yeah. No, I was going to say, I, th- I think his Twitter handle is Party Boy
2: Perez One. <laughs> 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 this is this is going to. Uh, to last a little bit, isn't it? But Craig, and I'll come to you this and no disrespect because you you, you like you like me we with the older two of the three here. I mean, yeah, you know, it goes back and I mentioned them there, the manga one and two, you know. Uh Thailand, and Brad, you remember I don't know if you remember the, the, the manga fiascos, but Thailand yeah. you, you will yeah. remember. Um it's it's a, it drags the club down into the Maya, doesn't it?
1: It does, you know. the the, um, the The tabloids are always looking for another football story. You know, as much as you hear about all the good stuff that Marcus Rashford may do and yes. others of, of his ilk, as soon as there's any uh, any bad stuff, they they jump on it and they'll they'll be digging like hell. You know it. They're going to be digging through everything. I wouldn't um, I wouldn't be surprised if if there's a, a social media blockade. On the Leicester players, to be honest, because they'll be all over it. And I think mm. going back to previous misdemeanors, we should call them, I can't remember anyone who survived a lengthy career at the club afterwards, to be honest. Mm. And I think, you know, I think Brendan's probably pissed off as much because it puts a hell of a lot of pressure on him yeah. into how to deal with these players now. And we've seen when the owners feel disrespected they come down heavy and they expect things to be done so yeah it's going to yeah. be interesting and i think that's that's one of the things I, I put a post on facebook yesterday saying that that not only disrespected brendan and the players they disrespected the fans but also they disrespected the owners and we've seen them enough mm-hmm. times come out on social media and say how amazing their owners are you know they do anything for these guys they look up to kunvichai and the fans are amazing, blah, blah, blah. It's all lip service. It's actions speak louder than words. And uh, they need to be either put in front of a camera to apologise or something needs to be said. But I think it's a tough time for Brendan and the last thing he needs right now.
2: I mean, uh, just to check what you were saying there, Brad, I always see official Twitter handle is at I always So Yes, uh, I think a lot of people would
3: get... Fooled by it, and some no, it's just at the last minute. The that it picture wasn't The picture is very, account.
2: very similar, and he might have even have pinched his profile picture he as probably well. The, the will probably the account.
3: Probably no doubt eventually yeah. get or he'll change it. Yeah. He'll get struck into something. But I mean, it's not really I mean, that's not really Craig, the Bantley you want to see, is it? Someone no, trying to get
2: no, no. Yeah. Uh, Craig. I mean, just going on what you said there about about the press. I mean, I can remember years and years ago when I left Leicester and I went up to um, Blackpool. With my first move with my job, and I, I had to actually end up buying the northern because I was in the northern, northern edition of the Sun mm. because it was the only paper that covered Leicester. Because most the papers would, and it would be, literally be a little bit in the corner now, papers. Well, you know, I mean, let's be honest with you, they're they're dying a death. But, you Mm. know, the paper's internet sites and 24-hour Sky News and 24-hour news generally, there's all this space to fill up. But, Brad, like Craig said there, Brendan was between a rock and a hard place because he's got to think of – he's got to have been seen to do something because these rumours were breaking. But, you know, whatever (laughs) – he says, you know, if you find the players, it would be like pissing them apart. But did he make the right decision in dropping them? And I know hindsight's a marvellous thing. We lost that game and it's as tight as a duck's arse now in that top four.
3: Uh, I mean, I, someone actually made the exact same point there and I thought I must have typed that up. That's probably S A R normally right. I'll let you read that one, Chris. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> um but it, it, it is a hard one, but you feel like the reaction that the club and how swift they've done things that this protocol isn't just something they've kind of decided on a flip of a coin. they, they This sounds like something that, they, that the players were very aware of. This is your protocol. These are the rules. You, these are things you can and can't do with the the current situation in the world. If you do this, they, if you do this, this is what'll happen if you do this, this is what'll happen. And, and these guys have broke it, and and I have to give Rogers a lot of credit because for a, for a guy who looked very fuming and did a very professional job to handle the questions, you know, I think he reacted in the in the right way because if you turn around to someone who broke a major protocol at any other workplace, mm-hmm. right, and people were calling for the sack and uh, overreacting, and you decided as a boss that that would be such a big risk because you'd lose a very good worker for one very mm-hmm. silly, stupid incident. It is elite stupid, but you give them the option of losing 50 quid of the pay or not turning up to work and getting no money for a week. They're going to snap your hand off for the 50 quid take and, and come back to work. Yeah. And then you're going to have more angry staff, more angry work colleagues that are going, That's not fair. That's rubbish. Mm. They, they should, you know. The thing is that was good about it is it was consistent. Because you've seen other players around the world that have broke protocol and you've kind of gone, yeah, but that's only because he's in the first team. If he was a reserve player, I mean, he chucked out the door. Well, you've got Hamza, who's looking like he was going to go anyway. I know this doesn't may not have influenced it, but Hamza looks like he wanted out anyway with the rumours at January. Perez has become a fringe player. It's only in the last couple of games where he's had a run that he's actually shown any intent. Morgan, we don't know about, so I'm not going to speak about it. Barnes, I've heard, but I've never heard anything oh. solid from Brendan, unless one of you two to want to tell me differently. Yeah. So again, I'm not going to comment on him. The one that really suffers, which is annoying because they all deserve to suffer the same fate, mm. is Madison. Because yeah. either, cause, cause they all had to sit there and watch their team in a situation where, unlike mm. the season where we've had injuries and they've not played... And it's not been their fault, it was their fault. Yeah, they, they, they,
2: Brad. Yeah, sorry to interrupt, just trying to sort of yeah. keep it tidy. But taking you up on that point and going back to, 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 to Craig, uh, one member of the Bird family seems to speak sense here. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's Andrew, but no, he has made the fact, and Brad's made a very, very, very good point there, is... <sighs> You don't want to, you, you men, you going back on to a point you made earlier about players not staying at the club long after this has happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it is Morgan, and you'd be very, very disappointed if it was Morgan because he's the club captain and he's been round long enough, you know, he's been there, seen it, etc. That would be extremely disappointing, Chowdhury yeah, I wanted to keep him in January as a squad player, but to be totally honest with you, he offers nothing we haven't got other than the fact that he's an extra body um Perez, Brad made again the made the good point. He's only just come good. Would we miss him? No Barnes and Madison are the ones, so you've got to be careful, you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, don't you it's uh It's a really difficult
1: position that he's in hmm. um Brendan. It was interesting that after in the post-match interview uh the interviewer put it to him and said wouldn't it have been easier to play them and find them and then sort it all out later and his response was it would if you're weak so yeah. he, he, he yeah. stamped his foot down there and, and clearly showing that it won't be tolerated now you know he's come out and said you know they put it behind them and it's a clean sheet uh, a clean slate for next week i'm I'm not so sure i i wonder if he spoke to the other players before he decided what he was going to do and, and got their reaction um because one i mean it could go another way couldn't it? It, it you know unless the players the rest of the players are on board with his decision they might be like well hang on a minute mate you, you know you we need our best players we should be playing them regardless you're affecting us the players who did nothing wrong are now mm-hmm. being affected by having to play in a weakened team so and that could jeopardize their own european thing so mm. you know we, we don't know how that's going to go i would hope that they're all backing brendan and it was a collective yeah. almost who said yes this has to be done to stamp down and say that you won't accept any of it
2: yeah now I mean, this it, it will be and at the end of the day whether we finish top four or top five. And I'm going to bring a couple of headlines up in a minute. Mm. Um, But whether we finish top four or we finish fifth, sixth, seventh, we've said before, will depend on the players that we're able to bring into the club and whether the players stay, whether we're in the Champions League or not. And Mm. we could miss out, as we did last year, by by the skin of our teeth again. And this would be the game that will be looked back on And this will hang over those players' heads until the the minimum of the end of the season. And Mm -hmm. I think if we finish in the top four, Brad, and we we do finish in that top four and we actually qualify for the Champions League, it might all get forgotten in the euphoria and we move on. If we don't, this is going to drag on to next season and it will be there that these were the players that cost us Champions League.
3: Yeah, and like you said, uh, both of you said that the media will use that to make a mountain out of a molehill. Now, before everybody starts shooting at me and throwing dirt at me and bricks at my window when I make the statement, I don't want the likes of Madison, who is a first-team player, to come out and apologise. I want his apology on the pitch. And I think I agree with Craig. I think the way he handled that interview and his answer he gave was spot on because like you said you said um in your rant at the start chris when you got your your you aired your views right what message does that send to the youngsters that sends to the youngsters that it doesn't matter if you're first team youth team reserve or a a brand new signing if you break the rules that are set by the club standards you're gonna face the same punishment that tells the youngsters well fuck Flip that weren't me i'm glad i turned down the in you know i'm glad i declined the invite to the party you know each one of them an apology can be done in different ways a lot of a lot worse and i'm not defending it i'm just making a comparison point play footballers throughout the generations have done a lot worse disgraced their name a lot worse and come back by doing exactly what i've just stated anyone remember canton kicking the fan I was going to no, say, I'm...
2: but with Cantonar, he, yeah. he sat in front of a press conference and apologised.
3: Yeah, but it, I, but but sometimes what we like to do as human beings is we like to just criticise for the sake of criticising. Uh, Chris, you'll know with something I post about any actor that one guy just wanted mm. to have a moan for the sake of moaning. Yes, yes. And I remember a certain scandal. I'm just going to give it quickly if you don't know it because it's, it's boring to go into. Cricket scandal. The Australians cheated with the sandpaper, didn't they? And he yeah, instantly yeah. put them out in front of the cameras and they, were, and, 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 they, and they were crying and emotional and the backlash they got, not just from English fans because it's England australia ashes, but their own kind came out and went, it, it means nothing. It's done. And at the end of the day, Yes, you feel a bit better in yourself hearing apology. And I get it if they come out on social media and apologise. I think you'll get some form of apology when he's in front of a camera. And that camera yeah. won't come and he'll want that question to be asked with him if he gets an assist or scores the winner yeah. or Leicester win the FA Cup semi-final comfortably and he's one of the best players on the pitch. That's how a player like Madison can do it. Yeah, And, and that would be his response because he can earn the respect back. Yeah. But, Craig, on that point, and I'm sorry,
2: um, I'm standing my ground here and I want to see them make a public apology. You know, they're hiding behind social media. Yeah, they can put it on social media, but we all know social media accounts half the time is run by the club or the secretary or the wife or somebody like that. (laughs) hashtag Rebecca Vardy. You know, we all know it's not run by the people themselves. So an apology on social media isn't worth, you know, a, a piss in the snow. Where, you know, to go out in front of the camera, I'm not saying breakdown and, and and that, and yeah, that did make them look silly, I remember it. But it also gets it out of the way, because if we now go on and beat Southampton, let's say 2-0, And madders gets the second goal and assists for the first he's man of the match he's been interviewed after it would mean that he's more likely to be get questioned about the game than he is about this because he's come out he's apologized it's been put to bed nigel pearson ostrich (laughs) gate he came out he was made to come out he was made to he was made to eat humble pie he sat there that was the most uncomfortable 30 minutes craig that i have seen a manager have to endure he did it and it was put to bed and it moved on
1: i think i think you'll you'll get some kind of statement but i think it will be on the official club website to be honest i don't think i think brendan if, if Brendan still wants these players at the club, part of their rehabilitation for him to get them back on board will be that he will say, I will protect you. And you've got to do exactly what Brad said. Yeah. You do your talking on the pitch. I will protect you. I will keep you away from the glare of having to go in front of a camera. I don't think you'll see these guys in front of a camera. Even if if Madison scores three goals in uh, and plays scores a hat trick and we get through to the cup final i think brendan will keep him away from it because you cannot control what the media are going to ask you yeah, yeah we want to talk to him about his three goals yeah okay we've done that now we want to ask you about this so i don't think yeah. they'll come anywhere near a camera i think you'll but, get a statement through the club yeah. website
2: a point made there, Facebook user, don't know your name, excellent point. You know, he, he he made the big issue of the shaking hands, you know, from a distance. So it shows really that he didn't really give a shit, as that guy says, and I tend to agree. You know, you, you know, it, it's do it, doing A and then going and doing B, you know. I'm sorry, it, it just doesn't wash. And I'm not saying, you know, you come out and you make – you make the apology in front of the cameras. It doesn't mean you have to take questions. How often do we see? It? I'm not taking mm. questions, I'm just going to make a statement? It happens all the time with football clubs, mainly owners when they've sacked managers mm. and what have you, because they can't talk. But, you know, that's, to me, you know, I just I just want to... I think if they don't come out and make a public apology mm. on camera, I think it's, it's a big disgrace from all of them, to be honest with you. And I think they should be made to do that.
1: Sorry. sorry, I I just want I know you'll want to speak on that as well, Brad, in this day and age, if you come out in front of a camera within 30 seconds, you'll be some kind of meme, you know, it will be taken, it will be overdubbed. You'll have, God knows what people will be talking about. Look at his face. You know, there'll be body language expert. It'll be all over the place and they'll be dissected. I don't think there's a winner. Yes, we, as no. fans, we may hear them say it, but even then, do we believe it? We've just come out and said, you know, they do these celebrations, you know, and then they go and do the partying, so they don't believe it. Why would we believe it if they stand in front of a camera? For me, yeah. I don't think there's any winner in coming out and doing that.
2: How do we believe it if the club makes a statement on their behalf? They've not done it. Look I'm, at look at, look at Canty, Brad. When he left and he made that I'm really sorry to believe in football club Leicester. He couldn't even get the bloody name right. He didn't write that. uh, Somebody wrote it for him. And I'm sorry. They used
3: his his words. Let's get that correct first. First off, they quoted him on his words and his English wasn't brilliant. Let's remember where he came from. And it's not his divine language to speak English at that point. I get where you're coming from. He, but hit,
2: hit, hit he knows it. it's Leicester City Football Club.
3: It's plastered yes, all I over the Yes, I know. But the like, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Hold on a minute. But you said someone else wrote that. So the person who wrote it didn't know it was Leicester City yeah. Football Club. Yeah. And then they foreigners. So my point there no was, was that you don't know that the players are writing
2: it.
3: Yeah, exactly. And I get that. And here's where I think you'll find a happy medium for both yourself and me and Craig in this, in an all-round apology. It's not going to get avoided, right? Madison could score a hat trick, set up three, uh, uh, and, and 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 get mad of the match, ten, whatever had the best performance. He will get asked the questions about that match, and then he'll get asked, is that is that your is that your reaction a, a way of apologising to the fans? I've seen how Madison handles his press interviews they will poke and twist and bop it and flick it and spin it and all that to try and get a reaction out of it. And he will come out like any professional would in that situation and goes, I just want to get out of the way before the questions get asked. I let the club down. I let my teammates down Mm -hmm. and I can never make up for that. All I can ask for is your forgiveness. And that performance today is step one of many performances I hope to be able to put in for you to get your forgiveness. And that's how Madison will handle it, because he's the press manager. He's the one that's always first on Match of the Day, BBC, BT, that Rogers trusts in front of the camera. I can't speak for the rest of them, but I think that's how they will handle
2: it. If he trusts him in front of the camera, then put him in front of the camera, because the longer they stay silent... Let let the media do that
3: for him, because like you said... a quick apology, people. People on on social media become experts in okay. anything. That's Let, let's say debate. against
2: Southampton, and I can see Barry's in the green room. Just bear with us, Barry. I'll bring you in in a second. Um, let's say we go to Let's say we go to Wembley. We lose against Southampton, and Madison's pulled off after fifty minutes because he's having a bad game. When does the apology come? Then he hasn't made an apology because he's had a bad game i just don't see what's wrong with them coming out being made to stand in front of the town say well we're not going to take any um questions guys here's the statements we'll be looking at body language when we you know if he stands in front of the count in front of the camera after the game so this body language thing would, would could happen anyway, you know. But but, uh, but what's better, I, I just, an
3: organized apology or an apology that he makes from the statement. If he comes out and doesn't let be organized, though
2: these players don't do anything these days that isn't organized. They don't they don't yeah, got, but they don't want it to arse unless they're being told they're allowed to wipe their arse. Yeah, ass but
3: <laughs> like I just know. said, if he if he comes straight out and addresses it, you know, because like I said, Madison is the head head one for Leicester to do the press interviews, if Madison doesn't let the questions roll with the media and comes out and goes, look, we've wanted to handle this right way. We discussed it in the meeting when we broke protocol. Me, Brendan and the others had a discussion and I want to make the statement we felt it was right to wait until this moment so I could approach it without being, without coming under scrutiny for it being, oh, you're only doing it because the club told you to. I'm doing this off my own back. So if you can make that approach, a club statement to me is just words on papers. Actions speak yeah, louder than words. I
2: agree with the club statement, but we'll agree to disagree because we'll, we'll, yeah, <laughs> we'll sure. go around in circles. Otherwise, was sat in the background I, all day. <laughs> I, I, yeah, exactly. And I just I just think you two are wrong and I'm right. And the sooner you accept that, the better. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Personally, for me... Um, do it, get it over with, and then we can move on. Because as like I say, yeah, if he goes and scores two goals, he's man of the match, he'll be in front of the camera. That's great. But if it doesn't, it drags on a little bit longer and it drags on anyway. But like I say, we'll just a bit, but this this is this is how it all ke- ke- came out. Uh, Madison, Perez, and Chowder were all left out of the squad for the game versus West Ham after a breach of COVID pro- protocols. The breach was due to attendance at a party at Perez's house. Allegedly, the party saw up to 18 others attend. Roger sent a message to the players after finding out about the party, only for guests to hide before moving on to Chowdhury's house to continue the party. It's a kick in the teeth when you're hiding from the manager. Let's bring Barry in. Barry, good evening, Barry. Thank you for being patient and waiting there and uh, listening, <laughs> listening to the rants. Um, Barry, Even who you Barry. Will remember, is was our first chief executive, and I'm sure you had moments like this. But we'll come on to that. And he's written this really good book. greg has got a copy. You've read it, haven't you, Craig? Mine, my own football brilliant. business. Great, great read. I think i have got to be honest with you, Barry. It changed my opinion of you, and I'm going to be honest with you there. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I think we all we all have this opinion of you. See, like like you know, Brad was saying, you, know, you see what's in the press and everything, and you tend that's how you form your opinions. That is a really good book. And I tell you what, guys, go to um, mindingmyownbusiness. Sorry, mindingmyownfootballbusiness.co.uk. By the end of April, get 30 percent off. Barry, what's your take on all this? But put a sensible yeah. head on this, because us three oh. are, are being totally
0: unsensible. First of all, can you hear me? All right? Am I okay? Am i coming through clear. Yeah. Why not. Yeah. 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 Just yeah. about. Yeah. I think. I think from my point of view, um, when I was the CEO of Leicester, uh, you know, we had issues like this. Um, obviously, first of all, I would say that I am very disappointed that the players have let the club, the manager. Uh, the chairman uh, and the fans down, because that is irresponsible what they did, knowing that there's a COVID situation, knowing there are laws, knowing what they should do and what they shouldn't do. That was very immature, very irresponsible. And they're supposed to be role models. I mean, young kids today look upon these players as role models. And that's not the way that you would show young kids how to go about behaving and being respectable and people looking up to them. Um, trouble is, I, tr- I think the problem is and it's been like this when I was at Leicester City some players always think they're beyond the law they always think they're bigger than the club they always think that they're untouchable and quite frankly they're not and you know, these people need to be educated to be more responsible they think they're being clever because they can do things behind the scenes but I'll tell you what every time a player does something behind the scenes somebody finds out the press finds out and they make a meal of it and I have had a lot of issues with the press, as you know, in my time, and
2: uh, <laughs> Indeed.
0: me was everything. So it's a difficult one, but what do you do? I mean, the manager is responsible for the players. It's his decision what to do. If the chairman or the CEO or anybody else interfered and told him to do something different to what he'd done, uh, they would be undermining the manager. And you can't undermine the manager. Um, you know, He's the guy responsible for those players, he's responsible for the, you know, on the pitch and he's responsible for their actions. Um, they've let him down very badly. Um, you could argue that, you know, if he played the ones that could play, would they have still won the game? I don't know. Yeah. Nobody can say that. Um, yeah. So, you know, by not playing them or if he had played them, would the, would the results still been the same? That's what you've got to ask yourself. I think the club is trying to come across as very professional. I mean, I think this club is very, very lucky to have so much money pumped into it. It's not true. If I had that sort of money when I was at Leicester City, I tell you what, you know, I'd have been flying high. And, you know, people ought to appreciate that. And the players ought to appreciate the amount of investment in that club. And they've let the owners down badly. And and they're the people who's putting millions and millions of pounds into all the nice facilities for the for the players to enjoy where some clubs haven't got those facilities i do think the players are you know as i said irresponsible they're immature and i think that they ought to pay the penalty now you i heard i heard the conversation about the press let me say this dealing with the press is difficult because you need to do damage limitation because if you put players in front of the press And get them there the press will hammer them they will damage them and they will make them feel about two inches tall um what we can't do is you need limit you know limited you know damage limitation when you're dealing with the press we cannot have um people being embarrassed and made to feel as if they are you know murderers or killers or whatever they've done wrong they've done wrong we know they've done wrong and they know they've done wrong and hopefully they'll learn a lesson from that but i i think the club has to put a statement out. I don't think it should be a prolonged thing. I think a quick response, give people the answer that they need. The manager's taken his actions for whatever reason he's taken them. And different managers work differently. Some managers might have played the players that can play and find them huge amounts of money. Other managers, like what Brendan Brendan's done, has made them pay the price by not playing them on that particular game. I, I am I am sad and I'm you know, disappointed that... You know, people of that ilk now, and the money they're being paid and what their responsibilities are, have let a lot of people down.
2: Well, i got to say, I'm disappointed you didn't agree with me, Barry. That's it now. I'm, your books going in the bin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Chris, Chris, Chris I, I don't think it's a good idea to put plays on the platform and get people to shout at them and throw their questions yeah. at them and embarrass them and belittle them, because that isn't the answer. The incidents happened. The idea is to move on and get it out of the way and carry on with the goodness. As I said, if those players who could play have played, the results might have still been the same. You don't know. You don't know exactly. what might have happened. You can't just blame it on the fact that, you know, the players are taken out of the squad and therefore that's why the results as it is. You can't just say that. I've seen games where we had a great cracking team and we still lost. So you can't say that. And I think that's just what people are and the problem is with rumors and problems with statements if you don't hit them quickly with answers and um, with damage limitation you get fans creating all sorts of rumors about different things making up their own um stories and scenarios and then the next thing you know the press the press are printing things that's totally fabric to what's gone off and i've had all that before as you know Um, So I told the press one thing and they they, they put something else in, which is different to what I said. So what I'm saying to you is, no, those guys now, they have realised what they've done. They will be embarrassed. They will be shamed. And they will be disgusted with their stupid actions and should have thought about it before they did it. They really have, you know, a lot to learn. And they've learned a lesson, I should think, the hard way. And um, I'm sorry for the fans. I'm sorry for the club. Sorry for the owners. I'm sorry for the manager, because he's the guy who's had to sort that mess out.
2: And that is a mess, to be honest. I mean, very, very, very good words. And let's be honest with you. Um, we would all be sat, I believe, having a different um, conversation had we won the game. In fact, we probably wouldn't yes. even be having yeah. this conversation now. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold my hand up to that. You know, my first reaction, as you've just pointed out there, Barry, was we lost because... We had no Madison in there. We, you know, we've had Madison in when we've when we've lost games before. There's no guarantee, you know, that that would have happened. And like I say, I don't think this show would would be on the air had we had we won the game. My worry is, and and I, don't, I can't remember the exact incidents, but will players learn from this? Because this is Hamza's second one this year, second. Um, I was going to say bookable offence then, not bookable, but, 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 <laughs> but, but second correct. time has gone astray. And correct. somebody said this is Madison's second time as well. So they're not learning and that's that's right. the worrying thing. And like you say, what what does it show to the younger players?
0: I think the trouble is some players, as I've already said, will never learn. No matter what mm-hmm. you do with them, you, you, you find them a year's wages, they still won't learn. Um they will think they're above the law, they'll think they're bigger than the club, and they will just carry on doing what they want to do. And that is mm-hmm. so sad and so shameful. And somehow they ought to be punished in a way that they will regret ever doing what they're doing and they'll learn a lesson from it. And they need to learn a lesson from this because the whole club, I would imagine, everybody associated who works there feels so bad about what's happened because it's in the national press. Um, it's you know been probably blown out of proportion anyway but it's the wrong thing to do in a time like this when there's a pandemic on. And even though people have had jabs and some people are okay, it's still the law and they've broken the law and they're not above the law, but they think they are. They're not.
2: Yes. And I mean, a- Andrew has just said there <laughs> timing was impeccable. Um, would we be, you know, no, as I've just said, Andrew, we wouldn't be having this conversation. I don't think if we weren't. I mean, what I'm going to say is, and whilst we, you know we've all got opinions, that's that's what football's all about. And I I don't necessarily agree with Brendan's decision in just dropping them, and that's the end of it. That said, Brendan's come out of this really really well. I mean, he's handled this brilliantly. He's, you know in front of the press, he's taking it calmly. And then you look across, you know, a, a game that was played, you know, after hours, and you've got. Manchester United manager accusing (laughs) one of the Tottenham players that he wouldn't feed him if he'd gone down like that, if he was his child. The other manager coming out and having to go back at him. In in fairness, I've got to say, despite everything I have said earlier, well done, Brendan.
0: I think Brendan Rodgers is a very, very professional manager compared to some managers I've either worked with or know of or been associated with. Brendan is a very very professional person you've got to admire him for that and you've got to support him whatever decision he took he's done it obviously with great care and great interest and with a great well the great sort of reasons why and I think that man you know credit to him he is a very professional manager in in the way he conducts himself what he does and how he presents himself and along with the players as well i mean I'm sure he will take the players to one side at some point point, have a very big conversation and even probably a little lecture about, mm. you know, what they've done, those players have done, um, to the damage of the club. The club, club mm. has been damaged by what those players have done. And I, for one, was never wanting to see the club in the headlines of being damaged because it's not good when you're trying to build up um, a reputation of being a family club, a caring club, um, and all that sort of thing. Look, that, that for example, there. Um, you know you, you want to make sure that people you know respect the club and support the club and when people like the players let it let them down then that's really damaging for the club and it's, it's so sad because it takes a long time to build up a reputation and very quick to yeah. pull it down and damage it
2: i mean that those there are, i nearly jumped out my seat then because brad moved really really close into hello, the screen i forgot i am <laughs> really like,
3: hello I'm reading
2: that. If it, me, if it had me 3D glasses on, Brad, I'd have I'd have been pooing myself. I mean, those are just three. And I, okay, it's the tabloid press. You've got Talksport, you've got the Sun, you've got the Mail. I mean, a lot of and fairness, When I went onto a lot of websites, a lot of the broadsheets hadn't even covered it, other than the fact that Brendan had dropped it. So it is a miss, but it is that. Pulling, you know, pulling the, the club through the dirt that, that, that hurts as much as anything. Andy no. just says to you here, Barry, um, a question. How would you punish them? Well... Just put you on the spot there, Barry. Don't, no no I don't, pressure. I
0: don't, I, don't, I don't mind. I mean, I, I, I wasn't the manager, but if I was the manager, I think he's done the right thing. He's got to set these people an example and got to make sure they understand what they've done. The problem... It's created by them, not by the manager. He is, he's, done, he's taken the actions. The players have let the side down. The players have given you the bad result, not the manager. And he's done that. He's punished the players because of what they've done. And therefore, they're at fault. He's not at fault. If he'd have let it go by, people would think he's, he's not bothered, not interested, and he's a poor manager, and he, you know, the club will even be in the worst situation. I don't get too excited about newspaper headlines and, and stories because they start off the size of a sixpence and they end up the size of a football because what happens is the press blow everything up to make it sensationalized. And that's how they sell newspapers. And they'll make yes. all sorts of stories and add on to the, the, the story that starts off the, the problem. And then before you know where really well, you have got 16 more stories attached to it, making it you know, something massive. And that's the trouble with the yes. press. They sell newspapers. That's what their job is. Sensationalize yeah. everything they they, they they do, you know.
2: Yeah, Barry, I'm going to let you go. Thank you so much for coming on. You, <laughs> Barry, Barry has very kindly donated, and I'll mention it again because it is such a good read. Um, minding my own football business 30 percent off at mindingmyownfootballbusiness.co.uk and barry has very generously and we're probably going to do this probably after the fa cup now uh donated a free copy of this and he will personally sign it and put oh. a message in there for you even if it's get lost you <laughs> whatever it'll, it'll oh. put whatever you want in so if it's a present <laughs>
0: Some put a banner in there, peer
2: points out. How about that? <laughs> I, was waiting, I was waiting for that. You know, like when you get the programmes recently, you used to get them and there was a poster inside. I was waiting for one of those with it. Barry, as always, thank you for the support bit. for this channel. Really appreciate it. You take care and stay safe. And um, I can say we'll we'll get that book sorted out before the end of the month.
0: Thank you very much. Have a good day. God bless. Take care. Cheers, Cheers Barry. Take care,
2: Bye-bye. mate. Take care. Bye. Thanks to Barry for coming on there. He always says it as it is. Um, Mm, And and it's great to have, you know, a chief executive giving us his thought, or an ex-chief executive, Mm. I should say. Um, Guys, I'll come to you first, um, Brad, because you were looking at those headlines. That's the thing, isn't it, that you – it is – the dragging the club through the gutter again because, you know, we've said the press are just looking for anything to pounce on and we've given it to them.
3: Yeah, and, and Barry was quite right with, with a lot of what he said there to, you know, 3-1 on your big day out, in your point of how they should get punished, apparently, according mm. to Barry, who's agreement with, you know, but... Um, I know,
2: I, 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 I've got to be I, I, honest I... with you, I take it on board, you know, that that you all you were all wrong, but you know, um, you had your opinions. But, but no, in, but in I, fairness, I, I, that's good.
3: You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and to be honest, I can see your point of view. I do see it. I mean, like you said, it's all about yeah. opinions on how it's handled. But the fact that, you know, if you if you'd have added to, to you've seen the headlines just from not seeing them. In public, Mm. apart from these pictures of Madison's car and at a golf course, obviously. But I mean, like a public apology, like what we were talking about earlier and what Barry said about chucking them in at the deep end and, and and leaving them three inches tall and left to drown sort of thing. If you added that on top of what they've already managed to concoct from words... I, 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 and what they've been told by people. Because, I mean, at one point I heard a story, and I don't know how true it is, because the only people that know how true it is, is the ones that are at the Paris party and and and, and the higher uh, hierarchy at Leicester City. But I heard, and it's not a defence again, but I heard they were they were having a celebration in regards to the Leicester City Women's uh, Championship victory. I'm not saying defensive it, but I'm saying people have broke it in a lot more way. And the result makes a good point. You know, someone who, whoever it was that put that comment up, had they won the game? Mm-hmm. You know, I think a lot of people, Carl Walker, most infamous one I know, has broke it several times. You know, they, these players haven't learned, not only from their own mistakes, they've not learned from other clubs and other players' mistakes. So it was a bit, it's a bit irrelevant to say, well, they learn because they won't learn. Obviously, they haven't learned at this point. They're not going to. But my point is, Yes, they broke code, You know their, their, their protocol. Rules are rules, and it doesn't matter which way you bow it. It's the point of the principle. The fact is, you're looking at it and you're thinking... You could look at the punishment the same way as you could look at... Well, would we be speaking about it if Leicester had gone on to win? We wouldn't have been so bothered. We might have been more that, easier yeah. to forgive them. But... Oh. If, say, Brendan Rogers, and this is why I think Brendan Rogers has got it spot on, if he chucks them in front of the media, lets them take a batter in, lets them go on there with their heads, heads hanging, tails between the legs, and they get bombarded with questions, and then they get ripped to shreds by fans, and, and, and then they get a two-week fine, a train with the reserves. How far do you go before someone goes, fucking hell, Gaffer, I know they broke protocol but god are you gonna start fining me 20 grand for sneezing because yeah. that's a bit ridiculous you know what i mean i think he had to find a point and he thought it's more harm and hurts them more and gets a better reaction from them to stop them doing their job because their job is to go out on the pitch and, 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 yeah. and win and to, let's also remember today they've they've they're gonna feel the wrath of the players in training because the players they let down the squad they let down has given them daggers today they might yeah. not have said anything, they might have been a bit laughing and joking, but you, you know that the likes of Madison on that training pitch have probably felt, oh, fucking hell. I can feel the burn, you know what I mean? Yeah. I can feel them players saying, you did let us down, mate, that's, that, that's that, not that,
2: right. That's a good point. And Craig, what about the fans? I mean, the social media these days, mm. I, I put a thing on Twitter and I tagged all three of, you know, Madders, children, um, Perez in it, I'm not saying they read it. They probably don't. They they, they get that many tags for everything all the time. But they will see from social media. And years ago, the players probably were were cushioned against this because we didn't have social media. Here, the players will know how the fans are feeling. Mm -hmm. And in a way, that is kind of a, a bit of a punishment as well, that they know out there and it's just a case of it's not lip service going like yeah we know we've let players down and what have you they're going to be seeing people saying and i'm not saying the abusive uh tweets or anything like that that that's out of order and that shouldn't happen but the you know the guys you should be fined as well which was sort of my my sort of comment and guys you've let the club down they're going to see those oh really aren't they craig
1: yeah Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of things here. I think they could have been fined and that money given to a charity. You know, yes, it makes no difference to them, but at least a charity would have been benefiting from it. I think the other thing is, you're right in saying that they will be aware of how the fans feel, whereas in the past, players were protected. What I would also say is that the club, as it stands now, has to protect their assets as well. You know, for the best will in the world, they've got, Uh, players who are worth millions and millions of pounds. And if they're going to stay, you've got to get the best out of them and putting them in front of a camera. So as Barry said, they feel two inches tall is going to really damage the bond between a manager and a player. It's already damaged now. If they've got to build that, he's got to somehow try and get the best out of them as assets for the club on the pitch. I don't think you do it by putting them out there. And I remember probably the best manager that we all... We would probably all agree the best manager ever was Alex Ferguson. Never once did he come out and name and shame his players and put them through the ringer. He would protect them. He would put an arm around them in public. In the dressing room, he would put them through the bloody ringer. And I would imagine that's exactly what Rodgers is doing. He's protecting them as much as he can in front of a camera... But he's letting them know exactly how he feels and the rest of the players feel.
2: Playing devil's advocate here, Craig, and I am going to stick with Mm. you for this because it's a point that you've made. And as parents, we know, you know, Mm. you don't tell your kids off in front of other other kids. You take them inside, you take them into a separate room. You know, I've been a manager at work. um, I don't know sort of you guys, but, you know, if ever I had a problem with a member of staff on my team, It was never Mm. dealt with at the table. It was never dealt in front of the team. It was like, come on, we need to have a – let's go into a room. Mm. And I totally agree with you on, you know, it is the manager's job to have that trust. And this is why everybody's going mad about Jose and, 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 you know, what what he did Mm. with Luke Shaw. I mean, he he hung Luke Shaw out to dry when he was there. But – and I'm playing – totally playing devil's advocate here because I agree with what you're saying – Ferguson and Eric Cantona, after what he did, mm-hmm. and I'm I, I still trying. I'm still all these years later trying to work out what the bloody Alice Eagle had to do with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he um, he made him come out and sit there and do that, and mm-hmm. I don't think particularly Cantona went off the boil, did he? I don't. I don't think Ferguson
1: had a choice. That was a criminal oh. act, <laughs> and he was put through a criminal court. I don't it's a different scenario i don't think ferguson had any chance you know he couldn't just keep him away from it i think at that point and cantona may have wanted to make a, a you know a um a statement let's be fair that that making that statement didn't do him any harm you know it's followed him around ever since it's, it's almost yeah. added to his legend isn't it um yeah. but i think i i think rodgers just has to put a lid on it you know, as I say, none of us know the ins and outs of it. They are, and they have to be treated like children. I think it's exactly the same. Oh, it's a father yeah. and child relationship that's going on here. You don't hang them out to dry in public. You know, you put your arm around them, you let them know that instances like that will not be tolerated again. Yeah. And then you it try is, and get a reaction. And if you don't a get a reaction, we are really
2: we're living in them. now in the fact that the shouting at players, the throwing, you know, boots at, at the players or, or pinning them up against the wall, etc., mm. doesn't work these days. You know, mm. whatever you say about you know, you know being men and going balls, it just doesn't work. Brad, I want to ask you this because I don't agree with this, but this Facebook user here, and he says he's entitled to his opinion and his opinion he's got, find and left out of the FA Cup semi-final game. Is that not cutting our nose off to spite our face? And yes, they were they were bad, but then, you know, the club's been harmed already, allegedly, you know, with this loss and like, no guarantee we would win it if he had been playing. Is is that a step too far for me? It is because it's the biggest game in our our history for a long time.
3: The fact that there's already a minority, and I'm going to say a minority because I have only seen it in fleeting parts, and you know, you, you're one of them as well, Chris, and I do agree with you to to an extent on it. The fact that we already have a few minority of fans that are saying, "Yeah, but we should have put our, our our overall objectives ahead of the punishment because they shouldn't have been," you know, we needed Madison. For the West, West Ham game, we shouldn't be forced to miss it. The club shouldn't face a punishment. Well, you're a business, you're a football team. You, one fails, you all fail. You know, I could quote something like that all day. That would be then taking it too far because they've had the suffering. They've been steamrolled by people on Twitter, etc. We could repeat the same tiring facts all the time. They've had it. They've got it. And like Craig, which you know, in the midst of you guys talking amongst yourselves, I think Craig was saying, if that hasn't sunk in, then he's got something to deal with on harsher terms. You've punished the club because of four people's mistakes because they're a team and there's no I in team, right? So the players knew it. The players were well, there is a me if you look today. closely enough. Well, well, there is <laughs> truth. Some <players> do <laughs> take right. that lightly.
2: I'm being facetious, Brad. I'm being facetious. You carry on. mate.
3: <laughs> yeah, and what, and after the show, I'm going to look up the word. F- 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 the word I can't <laughs> say, and and, and and learn how to say it. <laughs> um, no, but I I, th- I think like like we've clocked on uh, a lot on on this video is I think there's a balance, isn't it? You have to find a balance. Mm. You can't Jose Mourinho the situation and find them, drop him, throw them in in a bus, and then, and and then drown them for what it's worth. And you can't overstep your own point. Their job is, a, is and we talked before we came on air, Chris, about it's not just a match fee. They lose. There's the extra bonuses and incentives behind them. And I know people might say, well, it's not that much, but it hurts you. Sometimes the way to hurt a player, direct, get the point, and and, and draw a line under it, which I feel like, you know, they, there would have had to have been some discussion. It's not like brand. Just pull them in like the evil headmaster at school and go, Right, you're not, you're suspended for this game. You're not playing, you're all knobheads. There, you know, this is something they've gone, this would happen to anyone. You're not above anybody in this club. You broke the laws, you knew the punishments, you've been caught. I will see you bright and early Monday morning for training because you're not coming on the coach to support the teams.
2: Yeah.
3: And in a way, in a way, I know it's not good for the club. Obviously, we'd like to have won the game, but in a way, this could act as a fire up for them. Losing that game could make them players go right. I want to make my own statement the way I can, in the way they should mm-hmm. do, and that is Gaffer, get me on that pitch for the semi final. Because if we go out in the semi final and them three players aren't even on the bench, not necessarily starting, because I don't think Perez would start anyway if Madison's fit. In, 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 if we just if this wasn't a thing, if we if we were discussing an eleven for Southampton. I, I, I just think if you tilt that too far and then we go out the FA Cup, people are going to say he took it too far. Yeah. Why didn't he just so I, do this instead? You know yeah, what I mean?
2: Moving on, Craig, I think I should just point out to uh, any children watching, knobhead is a technical term associated with football players. Just so- just, <laughs> just, just a quick thing on that, Chris, just a quick thing mm-hmm. on that. I think if you
1: leave them out of the Southampton game, you're then starting to punish the players who haven't done
3: anything wrong.
1: Yes, Yes. we don't deserve it. Because they On Southampton,
3: they've lost 3-0, by the way. Right, Okay. So there's just as much confidence of form as we are going into the semi-final. I
1: I think, you know, because the the players will be really annoyed and angry at what these guys have done, but they know they're good players and you want your best players around you. You want to get to a cup final. So by not playing them, as I say, I I think you just hurt the other players who have done nothing wrong. So I I think that would be a really tough
3: call. You've hurt the four, don't hurt the other 20 anymore. Yeah,
2: I think we have to look at it and say, um, you know, how far, like I say, does the punishment go? And where you stop punishing, like you both have just said there, Mm. stop punishing them and start punishing, as much as anything else, the fans as well, you know, Mm. because Mm. yes, okay, we've lost um, to West Ham. And it was very close in the end. It was it was probably closer than, than the match sort of suggested, you know, started. But, you know, sooner lose that than the than the semi-final. You oh. know, if we lose the semi-final, I, because of this, you know, if, if it said, well, we're going to play you for West Ham, I'm going to leave you out the FA Cup, and then we'd lost the FA Cup, A, I think Brendan would have been roasted alive. And B, like I say, I think it would have hurt... As you guys have said, the rest of the players because it's their chance to play in an FA Cup final. But it yeah. would have hurt us fans as well, would it not? Mm-hmm. Either of you? Yeah,
1: no, it, it, it right. done. Yeah, sorry, Brad. Uh, no, go on. You go know, and you've got to understand as well. You know, you've you've got to have a hierarchy of punishment as well. Mm-hmm. As what they've done is bad it's not as bad as they've been caught in sleeping with another player's wife or they've done X, Y, and Z. You've got to have some kind of hierarchy. Yeah. You know, what, what do you do next for the next one? If you're going to say now that you don't play them again, you sell them or whatever. If someone steps mm-hmm. out of line on a bit of a higher level, where do you go? I think yeah. you've got to try and step it. You know, we've all got, you know, if you've got kids, you've got different levels of punishment. You get grounded for a week, a month or whatever, yeah. you know, so you've got to, Bear that into account as well in terms of what they've done.
2: Yeah. And
1: And I think the other thing, last thing here is, you know, this may work. If Brendan plays it right, it could work in a positive fashion because let's say Madison realizes that he's been an, an idiot and he plays out of his skin for the rest of the season. There'll still be teams who want to come and take him offers. Jamie Vardy didn't go to Arsenal for two reasons. One, I don't think he liked the 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 uh, the style of play, but two, and he's come out and said this many times. He appreciated what the club did for him. Mm. This could work the same way. You never know that Madison grows up a little bit and realizes what Brendan has done for him, yeah, and his it's career and him. helped him out. And mm. when people come um, thinking, he starts to think he owes the club something. So. You know, that's an opportunity for Brendan to try and play this to our own benefit.
2: The the questions now are, do we see the band of brothers again, where, Mm. you know, the players have have had a go? And Brendan might have said to the players, go and make them feel bad today, get it out of your system, say what you've got to say to them, and Mm. then let's get back to this, you know, let's get back to things. You know, the one of the reports there in the paper was like, a split dressing room. Um, mm. I don't, you know, you, you don't know, you don't know. We're, we're not there, but mm-hmm. it could, like you say, bring everybody together. I mean, Gary Neville's saying here that you know what this will mean. You know, Leicester finish outside the top four just a month after naming them as third place finishers, and it's similar to last year's slide. You know, we've lost two games to. The best team in, in the country, Ham. yeah, and mm. West Ham are the fourth best team in the country. It's not a disgrace, you know. Chelsea lost to, to, to West Brom. West Brom, I think, have done us a favor today by beating mm. Southampton because they're going into the game the same as us. But I just want to bring this up and, and get your guys' thoughts on this because I, I brought it by accident earlier. But um, if this works, I'll be impressed. There we go. I don't know if you guys can see that at all, but this is the um, world's most valuable football clubs. And little old Leicester are in there at number 19. Now, West Ham are above us. I'm not sure how that happens. And <laughs> Everton, yeah, well, you know, but the fact that we're talking, you know, that's that's where we are as a club now, aren't we? We're not little old Leicester. We have to remember we are a different club these days, Craig we are you know and we
1: we're on a global stage now and that's why it's really important in how you deal with these things you know and and players have got to want to come to your club as well so if they see things like this happening in terms of the players being vilified that's not going to help you know you you've got to project yourself as a professional club and you and, and as Barry touched on the way that Brendan has dealt with it in a very professional man- manner. You know, you come into Leicester City and there are guidelines that have to be adhered to on and off the pitch standards. You come here to become a better player, but also to become a better person. You know, we're on that level now. And, you know, Brendan has to deal with it on that thing. He's. This is the first real thing that Brendan's had to deal with off the pitch, I think. So he, he sort of set his marker down. Everyone else now knows where they stand with him. You know, if you do this, you're not going to be playing in, you know, what, what happens if this was the cup final? The next game was the cup final. I bet he would have done exactly the same, Brendan, and the players would have hurt uh, a lot more. So I think that he's laid his marker down, and I don't think anybody will, be able, will think they can step out of line and get away with it again
2: no, um, let me just uh get Brad back in because brad mm-hmm. I, what I want to, what I wanted to say to you was punishment more for Madison because his England place is in jeopardy now, mm-hmm. you know, and you you- you know we we can all criticize the source, so yeah, it's talk sport or it's the sun or it's the mail or it's sky, whoever you know any bad reports and we don't like the source you know but you know, they're saying Leicester star James Madison can't be trusted and ruled out of Euro 2020 contention.
3: Um, right, then I mean, take Carl Walker and Phil Foden out of contention. They shouldn't play. Hmm. They shouldn't play the Euros and they shouldn't be on the team sheet or on the play and going to England because they've done exactly the same. Not in the same way, but they broke their own protocol and got done for it. Like Did they said, miss any games? I dare see. They probably had lesser punishment. I don't actually. I think Carl hmm. Walker got a fine, you know. And and you know their fans reacted the way they did about it. Carl Walker went and drove silly amount of miles for his mum's cooking. I mean, yeah. he, he's a ridic- he's even more of a ridiculous reason than what than, or on a, maybe on a par for ridiculous reasons to break a COVID violation. Not that any are acceptable, hmm. but it's it's one of them, isn't it? Where you know a club handles it differently. I personally. You know, and people won't have don't agree with me and, and Craig and yourself here, but you know, I think that the punishment's acceptable. It's done what it has done. At the end of the day, you can't say, Oh, well, is, is it because it's little old Leicester that the cliche that still sticks to our name that oh because it's my that's it, that rules it out. Well, Foden's first name on the team sheet, Foden's still go into the Euros, he broke post postcutal, Walker's broke it three times, I think. Or at least twice I know of he's he's definitely broke, breached COVID twice. These mm-hmm. players, other players, not just English players, have broken it. They're not going to be stricken off the team because they're quality. Mm-hmm. And if he comes back into the fold after his game out, you know, he's had a clip round the ear roll. I know not allowed to like these days because, you know, laws and stuff, but mm-hmm. you know, back when you were actually able to discipline your children and give them a good clip round the ear roll, they haven't had, he hasn't had this. He's had it done in today's generation. Version of it, you know. If it, like Craig said, if he now goes and has an absolute shit show of, a, uh, sorry, excuse me, French, I shouldn't have said that. Um, of 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 a seven eight games that we've got left, you know, you caught, you know, seven league games and potentially two FA Cup games, and he has a flying run end to the season. Are you telling me Southgate's going to go? That's my best midfielder. He's got the most assists. He's played the best, but I can't pick him because he broke COVID. No, Gareth that's Southgate that's wants his best players on that plane to England.
2: Well, we, we don't know with Southgate. That's another, that's well, another yeah, discussion. It's true, but any, any anyone with half a brain days. and
3: not yeah. a yes-man, yeah. yeah, anyone yeah. that's got half a brain cell and isn't yeah. a yes-man for the FA, if that was Manchester yeah. United, right, let's put it in a different context. Yeah, well, let's, let's, not, let's, let's, leave, let's, let's move past Man
2: United. We'll yeah, but on. if...
3: But, Craig, but if it's a transfer, what? they're not going to not sign him on on that, are they? They're going to sign no. him on his Oh, sorry. Team.
2: Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rob, yeah. Um, as as I think he's having a kinky session here because he said he's on about being uh, slippered, and we all <laughs> we don't want to go down there, Rob.
3: Um, this is the wrong website for slippers, mate. I and mean, <laughs> yeah. That
2: sort of story. <laughs> yeah, it's www.bradathome.co.uk. <laughs> don't tell him I've not set
3: the website up yet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I've, I've paid for my uh, my subscription. Craig... Oh
3: well, you're getting you thirty percent off cod bashing. Remember that, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Craig. It is. I mean, one of the things about me wanting to do this tonight is that tomorrow night show I want to talk about the FA Cup. I don't want to sort of be talking about this tomorrow, so that was the idea of me doing it now. But yeah, it is a time you've got to. Do you think? When Brendan did this, he looked at two things. Was that, okay? I've got Harvey Barnes, who's injured. I've got Chowdhury, who I may kick out at the end of the season anyway. Perez, who's good or bad, depending, you know, what clouds overhead on the particular morning when he wakes up. And Madison, who's one of my best players. But he's got to treat them all the same. And if he does go too hard and it actually flicked over onto sort of next week as well and the 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 cup semi-final do you think Mm. those two things were in his head when he was deciding the punishment
1: um i think so i think he's come out you know he's he's decided he's chosen what to do and when to do it and Mm. don't forget this happened last week this was last weekend after the man city so somehow they've managed to keep it quiet for a week it's come out because people start asking questions as soon as a team sheet's put in so you know let's not just think that he's going to start having conversations with the players now he's had all week to have conversations with the players you know so he's told them what's going to happen he's now come out publicly and said what's what's happening it's a one-game ban essentially they've had a one-game ban and Mm -hmm. now they've got to go forward and try and build that team morale back up and as you say Hopefully, it'll pull them together uh, as a team. And, you know, almost you use negatives in a positive way. You know, you you rally around, you put in the, in the old-fashioned parlance, you circle the wagons and you come together as a team and you try and go forward now. This, on top of what happened last season by falling away, you would think has only got to make them stronger. You know, yeah. we as fans... At the end of these next few weeks, we'll see what our club is all about on and off the pitch. Mm.
2: Mackie um, has made the point here, Richard, I was just going to make exactly the same point, Mackie, here. Um, Yeah, draw a line under it and go on to win the cup and finish third. (laughs) This is our best chance ever. And me at 67 might not see them in this position again. It'd be a nice double that FA Cup and and Champions League, wouldn't it? Do you know what? We have got to draw a line, haven't we, Brad? It's let you know it's happened, it's been dealt with, and as you know, a lot of what I say on here is being devil's advocate and 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 creating conversation. Which yeah, it's it's my job, (laughs) Um, but, (laughs) but. It it comes a time now where, like I've said to you, I wanted to do this tonight. As I said to Crazy, I wanted to do this tonight so tomorrow we can look forward to the FA Cup. This is line drawing time, line in the sand. Brendan's dealt with it. Let's move on.
3: Yeah, no, I, I think you could literally use exactly what you said. That's exactly how Brendan might have ended this conversation with them players in regards to it. He might have said, I do not want this dragging out. I do not want this going on to the FA Cup. I do not want my pre-press conference to be about... How have you dealt with the players? What's the situation? Mm. You only gave them a fine. Was there anything else? I want this done out in the public so everybody is aware. And that's exactly what he did after the West Ham game or whenever it was he made them statements where he said, they're dropped. They're not playing. They're not traveling. They're, they, you know, they they did the crime. They serve the time. It's drawn a line under it. It's unavoidable that the players might get asked the odd question. But I want everybody knowing that's it. Their punishment and the club will not suffer for their actions any more than they have to. That's it. We can concentrate yeah. fully now on preparing us for the FA Cup. Exactly like you just said, Chris. But yeah, that's how Rodgers will do it.
2: Craig and I don't know whether this is true or not. I my, my but this golf club thing.
1: Mm-hmm. You
2: know, I you may have seen something different. All I've seen is a picture of his car which was, i don't know if it is his car it said mad on it people yeah. are saying it's his car there's no proof of where that car was it could have been in my, my you know my parking space down here for all I know could um, have been with the king
3: power they like to keep the cars there just just so you know yeah. as a form <laughs> of oh, yes. they keep yeah, the cars exactly. in this.
2: you know exactly would he have been better just staying at home and and keeping his head down if it, if it is true, and I'm not, you know, with this, we don't know if this is true or not.
1: Mm. There's a couple of things. I mean, I saw um, something that was put out on Instagram, I think, now, whether that was true or not, which was from the golf club that he was playing mm. at, who said mm. that he he played nine holes and he left at quarter to one or something like that, 1.15. Yeah, I think, yeah, he should have stayed at home. But we also don't know, as I said, this has been going on for a week he may have got permission to go and do that by brendan but we don't mm. know everything uh, is speculation and that's the problem you know you know brendan's come out and made a statement you know if it is draw a line on it then he's drawn a line you know and and yeah. madison from his own point of view you would have thought that madison would just keep his head down the same way as when he got sent home from the england squad yeah. for being uh, for for having a cold i think you know just put your head down thing is but, if he if he was if he was a little bit older he was married he was living with someone or he was still living with his mum or whatever he'd have had somebody else telling him to not be an idiot what he is uh, we'll day, yeah. don't we? what he right. is is a young lad living alone with a pocket full of cash and he doesn't Ooh. know he's not had to grow up and that's do the you remember answer. those
2: days craig
1: a long, long time ago, mate. <laughs>
2: yeah. But a, a, a point you've made there, and I—I I can say I. All I've seen in the whole time is, is is that one picture. So this is why I'm not, you know, committing either way on it. But if what you've just said is true, nine holes and leaves at one fifteen, mm-hmm. he could be home for the game. It was a five past two kickoff. Well, yeah. You know we. You know we are presuming, and I'm. I presumed as much as the next person, you know, we, we all do. We, we see something, can we make an instant judgment, an instant opinion, that he was there all, all the time. But if the club is saying, obviously, he was there, then obviously he was, but he played nine holes and was back for one fifteen. What's wrong with that, Brad? Because at the end of the day, he's back to watch the game. It's mornings his morning, isn't it? Oh.
3: Yeah, and and look, like Craig said, this wasn't something that happened on the Saturday night, and 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 then you know they were kicked off the team bus on on on, on the, before it set off to the London Stadium. This was something that, like Craig said, it happened a week in advance. Uh, you know, maybe if you're in a perfect world, you know, Roger's waiter thought when I told you to unwind, Madison, I meant to stay out the camera light, but media hound you wherever you go. He could he could have gone to Tesco's. And people have blown it out. Like, well, why is he going out there and food shopping? Should we watch the game? Yeah. On, on a quick little point, and I promise you, this won't be a Brad speech, it'll be a quick one. Um, some people, everybody acts for different, differently to criticism. You know, when you've been scolded, no matter what you are, no matter what your profession, no matter what level you are or, or what stage of life you are, sometimes when you're frustrated you're angry, whether it's at someone or yourself when it comes to work, you need to find a way to blow off steam maybe he was told, look, Gaffer, I know it might not be wise. I know I've done wrong. And he's held his hands up and he's been like, sorry, Gaffer, I've really let everybody down. Is it okay with you? I'll make sure I'm back at the ground, maybe, maybe or at home before the game kicks off. And I'm not going to not miss the game and not watch us try and win the game. I just need to go and blow off steam and and and, and get my head together and 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 have a little sulk. Mm. You know, because well, I've done some bad things in my life at work and I've just gone... You know, I've been sent home, I had a day off. I've been told, Go and get your head right, I'll see you again Monday. Sorry if you had that as a idiot on a on a electric lawn mower going past didn't, very didn't anything, no. um, you know, I've I've had a, a day at work where everything's gone wrong. I've caused an accident or something, and I've just been told, Look, go home and we'll see you Monday. And then, and then my boss or someone at work has gone, hey, oh, you know, Saturday's come along and I've gone to the pub and I've had a few drinks and I've drowned my sorrows and I've cursed at myself for doing something wrong. And I've not then, you know, I've been allowed to do that and I've gone to work and I've been better for it. And like Craig said, the devil's had kitten part. If you put your arm around the player, mm. you know, and, and don't bombard him, you don't, I say, no, you have to stay at home. You now have to stay at home. You're banned from a week. You can't leave there. You have to go to work, come back, train with the kids, or all that. You've got to find that happy balance. Unfortunately, we're in a different generation where where the balance is tweaked to, to certain things. And nobody said anything about what Harvey Barnes or Morgan or Chowdhury might have done. For all we know, they could have been having a poker night. An online poker, <laughs> night, but no one's going to bring that up because they didn't. In the comfort at home, it's not M- Madison seems to be one of them people that when he needs to unwind and invent yeah. these, he goes and does something in the public eye, yeah. you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, when you said it wasn't going to be a long one, did
3: you? Hey, <laughs> normally I'm seven minutes, that was only two and a half. <laughs> I'll, you
2: know. I'll, let you, I'll let you off. Um, yeah. I just actually want to read this out to you because, um, Andrew Bird crazy but he's made this comment in the group i'm about to, to post it to the group but he said um don't know if you follow leicester city ladies we do um in in the group mate we, we i've got a, a a a poster in the group and his job is just to, to keep me informed and post about leicester city ladies and congratulations once again to them of course who um they're now part of the club and just won promotion to super league all their, their players went to a party breaking covid rules a few weeks ago and that was all forgotten within a week. Mm. Uh, I don't even remember seeing that they went to a party, well, to be honest with you. But, you know. Well, this
3: is what I heard. I actually saw a couple of tweets <laughs> that were saying that, that, mm. that the lads that went out on the night they did were involved with this party. I've actually seen, and they have disappeared since then, but there was yeah. like an hour or so where the yeah. media blew up saying, well, they were out partying with the women. So it's kind of like the point and the principle, but. Okay, maybe they didn't know, or maybe they were just so naive and thought they could get away with it. Like Craig said, being thinking they're a bit big for the club and they'll get away with it, they'll be all right. But, you know, it's kind of like in a in, in a small defence, why it doesn't, you know, fix the situation or make up for it, but they were celebrating with the team. And I did see that. So there is something there mm-hmm. to that to, to, to that is, tale. It's maybe, and, and again, no
2: disrespect, and I know I'm gonna get you know absolutely pounded for this but it maybe didn't make the papers because they're mm-hmm. not England player, potential England players it is and it's great that the women's football clubs done so well they're in the super league they've signed a the new deal the super league with with sky for next season it's great that it's coming on i've watched england ladies and to be totally honest with you i think they play better than the england men sometimes mm-hmm. but they're not it's not as high profile as the Premier League for the Mail And, Craig, there's another post here, and it, it, it's um, Darren Thompson. He's put up a picture of himself with uh, with Madders, and it says, my 11-year-old changed his profile picture from his hero below. That's not good. Hope he might change it back before the end of the season. It is those little things that, like you say, we nudge in. But, you know, we are going to draw that line, aren't we?
1: Yeah, and what I would say as well, uh, the last time Madison came in for public criticism Mm. was when Carragher called him out on Sky Sports and saying, you don't contribute enough, you don't have enough assists, you don't score enough goals. His reaction then was to go out and have his best run of form that he's had all season. I'm hoping Mm. that he's the kind of guy... Who responds to this criticism in exactly the same way and goes out and shows people that he's a better footballer than he is a person?
2: Yeah. I just want to go back to something you said there, Brad, which I I can't, I'm going to have to take um, exception to and say I really, really, really don't believe this that you think uh, James Madison shops at Tesco. I think you'll I think you'll find he's more of a more more of a waitrose man, if I'm honest.
3: with you. Yeah, well, thought I, I, talk... I, I was maybe reminiscing with my own shopping list.
2: <laughs> if I'm about me, it's, it's Aldi. I tell you, I want to ask you this very quickly, guys, before we go. Um, does this not? This gives me goosebumps when I read this today, and remembering the old little old Leicester where we were, Yeovil on a wet Tuesday in League One, blah, blah, blah. We are apparently the 19... You could argue who's above us and what have you, but we are arguably, arguably the 19th richest club in the world. I think it's the world anyway. Yes, it says in the world. Um, it, it, it's unbelievable. I, I, I have to pinch myself, uh, Craig. Um. Yeah, I mean, I,
1: I I assume it's done on the wealth of the owners, um, you know. Let's have a look. But, but, you know, whether it's done on the, the net value, the stock market value, or whatever it is. But, yeah, it just shows that we've come a long way. It includes revenues apparently, as well. Revenue, okay. Yeah. Not now just revenue,
2: but it includes it.
1: Yeah. But if you look at most of those teams there, let's take out West Ham, will give Everton a pass. The rest of those teams would have been in that list for the past 10, 20 years. Mm -hmm. We're there now because we're being fairly successful. We know as Leicester City fans, that could all implode very, very quickly. So, Yeah. yeah, it's great to see it. But at the end of it, it piles more pressure on you because you stop being looked at as the smaller club who are sort of, the the insurgents almost against the big clubs you become one of the big boys and then the pressure becomes even greater so while it's nice to see I would have liked to us to have been sort of 21st and just off the page to be honest
2: (laughs) guys it's been a great show thank you so much for coming on and having your thoughts and um agree to disagree on a lot of matters but a uh, opinions are opinions and yours are probably more correct than mine so thanks for coming on craig i will see you on thursday with the um preview show um, not for anybody, no. to southampton and um, brad let's hope we're going to have something nice to talk about
3: on sunday post game yeah Let's hope, let's hope the only thing we're talking about Madison breaking is the back of the net with a couple of goals, eh? Let's that's, that's, that's really put it to bed and make it go to the back of people's mind.
2: Yeah. One question answer here. and a oh, One question it. answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably thinking to the wrong two people here, but one question Can we beat Southampton and get to a Wembley final? Brad, yes or no?
3: Definitely.
1: okay craig yes i mean if i if i said no there we go (laughs) Uh,
2: what i need what i need is is everybody on here to have an individual sound button Oh guys, hey! As always, thank you, thank you very, very much. Like I say, your opinions are always interesting, always welcome, and you talk, I say, a lot more sense than than, than I have ever spoken. So thank you very much, and I will see you Tuesday and Sunday respect uh, respectively. Take care, guys. Cheers, bye. A lot. See you, Brad. See you, see Chris, you see everyone.
3: Bye. bye. See you, Chris.
2: And, and I've lost my mouse. Where's my mouse gone? I don't know. Right, guys, (laughs) thanks so much. So, yes, we are um, trying to get my mouse working at the moment, and it is refusing to. So let's try and bring that on, and it's still not working. Maybe the battery's gone. Never work with technology, computers, animals, or kids. Right, here we go. Thanks for joining, guys. Thanks for watching. It's been interesting. Um, Lines now withdrawn. Lines been drawn. um, And we can forget about it. We can move on. And uh, we can look forward to an FA Cup semi-final. West Brom did us a favour today because I think, you know, Southampton aren't going in on a high thinking they're better than us because they've won and we've lost. They lost 3-0. We lost 3-2. Maybe Sam Allardyce. Maybe he's uh, he's having his lucky touch. And don't forget, guys, of course, if you ha- have missed it at all, uh, Minding My Own Football Business, the book by Barry, who very kindly joined us earlier. Uh, go to mindingmyownfootballbusiness.co.uk. Just that one site only, and that one site will give you a, a 30% discount if you click on it. So, um, and it, as I say, I can't say what, what a you know, too much what a good read it is. It really is. Um, thanks for watching. You can catch us on Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube. Remember to press that subscribe button, please. Help us get the numbers up. We would be forever grateful. If you want to listen to this while you're out mowing the lawn, while you're out for a walk now, right down the pub, put the old headphones in, earphones in, uh, or if you... Washing up for the missus, and you want to listen to us, you can do. We are on Anchor FM, Google Podcasts, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Podcast Addict, Amazon Music, just to name a few. Thanks very much, guys. All the best. I will see you um, tomorrow night with the football show. It's an FA Cup special. Hopefully, we're going to have Steve Linux on, and he will be able to tell you because he was in the last semi-final that we were in, back against tottenham Hotspur. Back, was it 82? Something like that? <laughs> it was a while ago. Take care, guys. Thanks for joining us tonight. Thanks for your comments. Thanks for joining in. Couldn't do it without you. See you tomorrow night at 7. Hello, Good night. Matt Elliott here.
0: Be sure to watch Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms for all the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club.
2: Thanks for watching Leicester till I die. This is Chris saying goodbye, and see you next time. Some people are on the pitch. They think it's all over.
3: It is not. Over.
2: Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.